Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. The Hammer and Nigel Show. Hello, I'm Nigel Hammer right over there with a special guest at the DriveHubler.com hotline. He is an investigative reporter for the Daily Signal and soon to be the host of the Tony Kennett Show here at 93 WIBC. The Tonus, Tony Kennett, how are you? I'm doing well, guys. Thanks. Uh, first of all, thank you for pinch hitting for me yesterday. You and Nige driving the boat yesterday. Uh, if I've learned one thing from listening to you two together on the air, I've learned when you're writing articles during the show, Tony. I was listening yesterday, <laughs> and I heard Nige fly off the handle at you because you were trying to write and type during the show. Well, I wasn't even trying to write an article. I was responding to you because uh, you really weren't a fan. You were supposed to. Be off, and yet you decided to uh, get, let's say, up and stuffy about my up and popular, my unpopular opinions. So, just trying to stay friendly with all the WIBC <laughs> teams, you know. Um, you are kind of in a little Twitter spat with David Hogg. Now, David Hogg is one of those. Parkland High School alums uh, that were there during the mass shooting. Very anti-gun, very super liberal. For some reason, this guy's been lifted up on a pedestal as somebody whose opinion should matter. What are you fighting with him about? So, uh, David Hogg is a progressive advocate and activist, and he is running around the country trying to tout a number of progressive policies, which, you know, is fine if you believe in progressive policies. That's your prerogative. However, it's what these are predicated on that's the problem. So, one of the things he is very much against is voter ID laws. He says that voter ID laws are systemically racist. He says that black and Hispanic people uh, are unable to get IDs, which is quite the insult if you think about it it sounds incredibly racist to me to say that that is uh yes that does indeed sound incredibly racist and demeaning but he decided to make a a tweet because there's kind of a progressive tendency to say america is really behind the world you know a lot of countries they're more progressive than everywhere else apparently if you leave the u.s everywhere else is just candy land utopia and he made a tweet in which he said that uh unlike the rest of the world the united states was one of the only countries that required people to register in order to vote which uh (laughs) i even know off the top of my head that is the furthest thing from the truth i've ever seen in a tweet Well, he was fact-checked pretty much immediately by the Twitter Community Notes system, uh, which cited several articles showing that over half of the world's countries, uh, (laughs) including like 99% of republics or democracies, require vote registration. Uh, However, Venezuela, the communist dictatorship, does not require registered voting. Then again, there's only one option on the ballot. Yeah, uh, right. And things are going very well in Venezuela, as we all know. Yeah, your starvation is great this time of year. And this kid got into Harvard. Who did not get into Harvard? Who had the academic um, resume because activist David Hogg stole their spot? Oh, oh! You mean the uh, the Asian students that Harvard discriminated against yep. because they, there were too many Asians there? The Jewish students they discriminated against because they had too many Jewish students there? Oh, th- those would be who David Hogg uh, replaced. And these people never 
come back and try to correct themselves, or sometimes they'll delete the the posts, but they never kind of respond. I mean, that's just such an embarrassing, stupid tweet to put out there, and, and to be immediately fact-checked by X or Twitter or whatever you want to call it is humiliating. I would think that kid would be uh, just, uh, delete your account, dude. So I have a, uh, a, a kind of a story concerning this. The very second article that I ever wrote uh, was called The Libertarian Case Against Prostitution. And it was a very awful article. I had no idea what I was talking about. I had no idea at the time what libertarian policy really was and where it came from. It was a bad article. And I got roasted when it was published. I mean, roasted, toasted, flipped, and basted. It was awful. And I apologized for the article. And it's still up today, by the way, because I don't believe in deleting your articles. And uh, that was a learning experience, but I owned my mistake. It was a garbage article. And uh, no, you don't see progressive journalists like uh, Dave Hogg uh, saying when they're wrong, they just kind of pretend it never happens and develop a case of acute selective deafness. Speaking of Twitter or X or whatever you want to call it, there was a uh, post <laughs> right. by uh, the White House press secretary, Karine Jean-Pierre. <laughs> oh, she's historic, you know. She Very is. historic. Uh, th- <laughs> here is what she said in a recent post. Investing in America means investing in all of America. Okay. When I ran for president, I made a promise that I would leave no part of the country behind. <laughs> hold on, hold on. That Wait was, a minute. That was under at press sec. When I ran for president, I made a promise. <laughs> I mean, really, that kind of blunder, somebody forgot to switch accounts, that blunder is sort of indicative. That's emblematic of the entire Biden administration, don't you think? No, I'll, I'll say two things. Uh, I run the Daily Signal Twitter account. I also run this account called the U.S. Ministry of Truth. It's a parody satire account. Yes. And very occasionally, I will accidentally tweet something that was meant to go for the Daily Signal from the Ministry of Truth account. <laughs> and then I notice what I did, and I delete it about two minutes later. However, if you're, say, running the social media accounts for the most powerful people in the world, perhaps, just perhaps, you pay your social media staff enough money so that they don't make those kind of mistakes. I mean, this is also the confirmation that Biden, I mean, we already knew this, but that he doesn't run his own Twitter account. You no. knew with President Trump that no matter what, he was the one tweeting from that account. Biden can't even hold a phone. And this is just proof <laughs> of it. So congrats to Biden on being the first black lesbian president. Uh, I always knew he could. Glass ceiling shattered, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, and by the way, you're going to be Obama. U.S. Ministry of Truth, a must follow there on X. At U.S. Many True is the uh, handle there. Hey, well, uh, Tonus. When you and Nige were on yesterday, did you guys have a little back and forth about Vivek Ramaswamy? Because we played some audio earlier in the show of him and Neil Cavuto kind of bumping heads. Cavuto's on Fox, but he's kind of a liberal guy. He's an anti-Trumper. So there's a lot of people bringing their eyeballs to Vivek Ramaswamy. I didn't get a chance to hear the whole thing. I had a doctor's appointment yesterday. What's your take? So my take is actively changing because I've spoken to a lot of his staff. Um, I've had several long conversations. I've been paying very close attention to what he's been up to. He is starting to take the number two slot in polling in a lot of places. And uh, I got to be honest, I I originally, given some of his flip-floppity comments back in the day, I really didn't like him. 
I'm starting to turn around because I, I, Nigel and I were kind of going back and forth on the really great things that he said to media, why people like him. And I got to tell you, the more that I see, like I haven't even heard this Neil Cavuto thing yet, but if he's spatting with Neil Cavuto, man, he sounds like my kind of guy. <laughs> yeah, Cavuto was upset that Vivek Ramaswamy is still in Trump's corner and even said that if he became the president, he would offer a pardon for Donald Trump in case he did get sent to federal prison. And man, Neil Cavuto, you could actually hear his <laughs> panties getting in a wad. <laughs> Ew. Yeah, I, I mean, I, uh, I, I've said this. So you, you have both DeSantis and Ramaswamy who have basically said at this point that they would pardon Trump if there was federal prison involved. Um, of course, they don't have authority to pardon him if he's in a state prison, like in the, in the Georgian case. Uh, however, I, I've said there are a lot of people who are way bigger fans of Trump than I am, way bigger fans. And they are very good friends of mine. They have great reasons for supporting Trump. I do think that he's going through a political hit job. And if you don't like Trump, you don't want him to win the primary, that's fine. But I swear, some people like Cavuto have this weird obsession with people who still like Trump. And I don't get it. Like, people like the guy because he fights on their behalf. And getting mad at Vivek for saying that he's going to intervene in what has been undoubtedly a political hit job, I mean, it's just going to make Vivek more popular, as it should. So, on the other side of the political aisle, you've got another all of a sudden media darling in RFK Jr. The same way that Vivek's star is kind of rising, a lot of people are just now discovering uh, RFK Jr. And I'll ask you the same question. What's your take when it comes to him? I absolutely despise this man, and if he could completely fade from public life, it would everyone would be better for it. But I don't dislike him for the same reason that like the quote-unquote establishment don't like him. The establishment don't like him because he says a lot of federal agencies are corrupt and that a lot of uh, federal agencies basically should be abolished and things like the CIA. I don't have a problem with him saying that. I do have a problem with him lying, and I don't mean lying as he kind of bends the truth. I'm I mean, I have watched videos of him live where he has literally changed his story like four times in about two minutes. And again, not like small changes, huge changes. Oh, I didn't know about it. Oh, my press secretary scheduled it. Oh, no one on my staff knew about it at all. Oh, we knew about it. Then we changed our minds. He's done that on abortion. He's done that on Moms for Liberty. He has fully endorsed Ted Kennedy's voting record on Big Pharma, yet he says he's against Big Pharma. He doesn't. He's just a populist. He will say whatever is popular, and the second there is backlash, he will change his mind. I know a lot of people don't like me saying that because he says punchy things they like. But unlike Donald Trump or DeSantis or Vivek, who stick to their guns when things get rough, uh, RFK Jr. just seems to kind of go wherever the wind blows. Back with Tony Kennett, investigative reporter for The Daily Signal. 
You and I got into this a little bit with Tony Katz yesterday. I wanted to get your personal thoughts on that milk toast question from the Indy Star to Joe Hogsett as to his whereabouts during the 2020 uh, social justice riots. This reporter really didn't ask where he was. She was just asking kind of why people are at, why are people making a big deal out of this? And his response was basically like, well, hey, look, I set up a panel. They said there was nothing wrong, and that's a political question. I would be fired so fast if I was asking a question concerning a major political individual in office or perhaps a major executive of corporation. And instead of asking them a question that was on everyone's minds, I gave them this softball pitch. Well, I heard there are some people who are like kind of like mad at you or whatever. Like, what do you have to say to those haters who like don't like you? That was the question. I was like listening to junior high girls bickering was this indie star reporter. So first of all, ask the question. So where were you? Because if you really believe in Joe Hogsett, if you're on the left, then he should be able to answer the question, which, by the way, I throw the same thing on the right towards Trump. Some of the harder questions, like what is the plan to stop the steal in 24? Ask him that question. He should be able to answer it if Trump really is all that you say he is. And, Tony, That's the other thing is, question. let me jump in here real quick, Tony. This city is so soft on its media outside of uh-huh. WIBC. This has not even been brought up to the mayor. These people have access. All of these stations have investigative reporters. There's that goober over at Channel 13. All of these stations have investigative reporters. I would think it warrants an investigation. Who was calling the shots? Where was the mayor when the city was under siege? So I have received pushback at times from members of certain political groups uh, and, and other organizations that are local whenever I start digging a little too close to home. And, and they want to do all of this backdoor stuff and provide me all of these kind of cushy nods if I'll just leave certain details out of a story. It's happened in Indiana. It happened in Wisconsin. It's happened in stories in Ohio and Texas. The journalistic answer, if you really are an honest-to-God journalist, is no. I'm going to run the story because those are the facts. However, you have a lot of people from 6 and from 59 and from 13 and the Indy Star who are going to have their job no matter what it is that they write. And so they, they kind of put a cotton ball on the end of their pencil so that everything they write's a little softer because we we don't want to get the Democrat establishment mad because then they might not like me because they are very liberal press organizations. You and I got you. We, we all know that Hogsett didn't care about the safety of Indianapolis citizens while businesses were burning down, while windows were being shattered. You guys, we all know that Hogsett said it through his policies, but you're not going to see someone at Channel 13 ask the question because there's a lack of testicles at Channel And on that note, we will let you go. Uh, Check him out at the Daily Signal. And coming soon to the WIBC lineup, the Tony Kennett Nightly Program. Tony, you're the best. Thank you. Thanks, guys. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show.